Your go-to girls, Jill Vanek and Lauren Sherwin, flip the script and give you a weekly dose of career advice, banter, and the insider office gossip. You have all heard the phrase, your go-to guy. We are Are your your go-to girls. It's the go-to girls, Jill and Lauren. We're unwell. We are quite unwell today. We are unwell today. We're unwell. We just had like a 15-minute complaining sesh about work and life. Just, it's like right before the holidays, it's like, go away. Like, why is, it's like, we're what, three weeks out from? Three weeks out from Christmas. It is the time crunch of all time crunches. Everything needs to get done. Everyone's Everyone's so rude. rude. And they're rude over, they're rude not face-to-face. This is what I've said from the beginning. Nasty emails. And I think the fact that people don't see you in the office, they Mm. think they can take a tone. Mm -mm, No, sir, not today. Mm -mm, Not any day. It's just like, everyone wants everything now. They're like, and then they put it in their email like, due to the holidays quickly approaching, we need this proposal done by next. It's just like, go away. Like, where were you like for the last three months when we were talking about all this shit? Meanwhile, I work with sites in Europe Spain, excuse me. Are they done? Nowhere to be found. Yeah, they're literally done. their away messages are like, see you February 13th. Yeah. Tis straight se- up. Tis the season. Straight up. We're doing so many things wrong. Uh, so many things. Maternity leave. Mm. I gotta tell you, I have been seeing a ton of content mm-hmm. on maternity leave. Same. And it is firing me up. Yeah. It's sad. The fact how behind we are. How the fact are. that it is still listed or viewed and legally a short-term disability is beyond wild and a huge issue. I just can't believe like some women can go back to work when like, I just, it's just mind blowing to me how short maternity leaves are for some companies. Some companies don't even have paternity leave. And then it's just wild. I don't know how people are doing it. I will never forget when I worked in the hospital we were in clinic and I worked with a resident who was at the time, she had to be 34, 35 and residency. If you take too long off, you lose that year. So you don't want to do that. Mm. Swear to God, she was back in clinic a week after having her baby one week. And we set up a full security cam because she had a nanny because her husband worked as well. We would take turns. Whoever was at the computer writing notes and documenting would make sure out of the corner of their eye that the nanny was not doing anything crazy. Like swear to God, this is what she had to do a week after. It's insane. It's, it's, wild your body can't even recover no she was like i milk's everywhere i don't know what's happening i was like the fact you're no longer bleeding yeah is a whole thing in itself oh my god it's just so it's so sad how behind we are it really is in so many facets of life and just so many other companies and all the other countries and all the other things that they're doing it's just like how how are we so behind i had a friend who took a job in denmark they were there for three years Mm. maternity leave in denmark is a year a full year yeah that's true insanity. Yeah, it's insane. Like you can't even fathom that in the US. So we're struggling with that. We're struggling with this, Pete. I mean, what else are we, like go F off everyone. Like go enjoy your holidays. We need a break. We need a, we need a vacation in the Maldives. The Maldives? I really want to go there. I want to go to like Bora Bora. You know what I really want to do? You want to be like do? a Kardashian and like staying yeah. in those like villas things? I'm manifesting at some point in life. I want to be in one of those tiki huts that like, mm. you know, your private thing water, yeah. that has, but also has like a hole. 
in the floor, not a real hole. Like, you know. Yeah, you can see like that the fish You can stuff. see the ocean. That's what, that's what you'll do for your honeymoon. Well, first I need to I know. <laughs> find someone to go on more than one date with. Well, your face looks great, so you're ready to go dating. Oh, well, I just got Botox. Thank you very much. All right. I've never done, I've never done it. I, I would love to do it. So here's the sitchy. I did not do Botox until last year at 39. Okay. I've done it now four times because you get it every four months. Okay. And I am not mad at it. Love the results. But I see how it could be very easy to to veer into Real Housewives of Beverly Hills territory. Why? Because it's just like so easy to get more and more CCs. It's so... I don't even know. Do you get CCs? Is that what it's called? You get units. Units. So not that actually I can give advice. I'm sorry. I'm a medical professional. Yeah. You can absolutely <laughs> give advice. I'm sorry. I yeah. was just going to say like, Oh, don't listen to me. Excuse me. Listen yeah, to me. Listen. So I 1000% advocate for something like this. I go to an MD. It does cost a bit more. Yeah. I go to someone at Penn. He is wonderful on eighth and pine, no issues. And he is super conservative. Like even yesterday I said, doc, Let's face facts. I said, can I get like five, six months out of this? Can you just hit me up with a little bit more? Like obviously sort of kidding, but not. He's like, "Mm, absolutely not. (laughs) He's like, we're going to stay with the conservative approach for now. Thank you. Yeah. Like kidding around, but we have real talks about that. Okay. So you need to go with someone who's trained, licensed, not just going to shoot you up. Like, I'm sorry. I think you need a medical professional for this. If you're coming near my face... No. You shouldn't be doing Botox parties and like just getting lit up by some right. random. I and I know we might lose some listeners on this. I don't believe in it. I think you you really need to be careful with what's going into your body. Okay. Yeah. Like for real. Yeah. Like it looks good though. Thank you. I just do my forehead. Yeah, I need to get it done. But when you get it after you're done, you like they tell you like scrunch your face like that. Like why to like stretch it out? Yeah, I don't know. Just like let it settle. Oh my God. Does it hurt? Yes, but not bad. It's it's just like I mean, pinch? it's needles. Yeah, it's just a really bad pinch. It's annoying, but you're. I mean, please, all the things we go through as women, it is nothing like getting your vagina waxed. It's right, nothing waxed. It's nothing like going to the gyn with a speculum up your hoo ha. Right. Come on, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> things that we go through. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? I think waxing your cat is the absolute worst. I'm getting used to like, but you're right. It's still painful. It's still it's not awkward. Great. No. Like when you like go in for the experience, you're not like looking forward oh, to it. Like no. this is going to be great. No. Oh, I not hate it. All. I think it's a terrible thing. It is terrible. But now that I'm into it, you're just like used to it. It's just part of your, I don't want to go back to exactly. You know what? People do like sh- being sugared, but I've never done that. What's being sugared? So, you know, I go to Sugared and Bronze sugared for and my bronze. tanning yeah, yeah, yeah. extravaganzas. Yeah, but you don't go there for waxing. No, they do this thing called Sugared where they literally, well, I love how I'm explaining it and I've never been, but apparently it's more organic. It's literally sugar. You know how granular it is that yeah. they, it works in a very similar way to wax and they can take the hair out from the root. Apparently some people like it. It's got to hurt. Oh, I think it's still, it's probably the same as waxing. It hurts. But oh, sugar and bronze. The things we do to ourselves. Just to be pretty. I'll tell you what hurts me the most, no joke. When they tweet, like after they wax my eyebrows and, and go tweets. in for the final hairs. Yeah. I watch out. I could punch a mother. Yeah. I it's I, like I just like get it. it get it with the wax. Yeah. One and done. Like leave it. Yeah. Don't be coming back after me after we're like, you know what I enough. secretly love though when they take those tiny little scissors and, and cut, cut the nail. <laughs> cut it. And like you and like you can feel it and you're like, oh my God. Goodbye, caterpillars. <laughs> Goodbye, little caterpillars. I do love that. That's a good moment. 
But Jill and I, Jill and I are unwell. We are just unwell. We need everyone to go on holiday. We need people to leave us alone at work. We just need like, we're we're done. We're just done. Over it. We're over it. We need a reset. But it's our third annual. Yes. This is our third annual Q&A. And I have to tell, I'm so impressed by the questions. And our we listener responses. So guys, we ha- we'll be very truthful. We do not prep the questions before we meet. Absolutely not. We so don't. we want to be authentic and real with our responses. So yes. we go through um, on Instagram and go through your DMs and then we review the questions. So we're excited to see what you guys submitted. Did right. we get some good ones? We, did we get a couple? We did get some good ones. I like it because it's a mix of career stuff, but also... Does anybody want to shout out stuff. or is everyone, everyone anonymous? Good question. Honestly, I didn't even ask. Mm. I just, because I felt we should just keep everyone anonymous. Yeah. I mean, they're not bad questions, meaning like we wouldn't blow up anyone's spot. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm excited. Okay. We have like a grab bag. All right, let's do it. Okay. We're going to start with the first one, which I loved. Okay. Okay. If you could switch lives with any celebrity for a day. Okay. Or even beyond a day, who would it be and why? Any celebrity for a day. Any celebrity for a day. I have different ones for different reasons. All right, go. But I've already put thought into this, so I will go first. First. So you already looked at the questions. You cheated. I Well, I had to look at oh, them. True. I mean, you had to put them on the, you had to write them down. The episode. Yeah. You had to write them down the notebook. I got it. I, I got had it. to write them down in our okay, notebook. That's true. We had to look at them. I came up with a few. Okay. Here's my list. Oh, I did all female just because I'm a girl. So I was like, mm, first of all, it'd be weird to like be Have Ben Affleck. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. First, Drew Barrymore in the 90s, like Circa when she flashed David Letterman. She was the, I, I think she was just everything back Iconic. then. Iconic. Everything, friends with everyone, loved her, partier. Right. Like, you know, you'd have a good time. Yeah. As Drew Barrymore in the 90s. Okay. Second, Jen Aniston, and I've said this before. Mm, she's a good one. She's a good one. First of all, I'm sorry, Brad Pitt, John Mayer. Who else has she banged? Oh, God. She, so many good ones. She is a secret. Is she single right running. now? Yes. She is. Okay. Well, not that I talked to her yesterday, but. Yeah, I, did you guys catch up? Did you guys catch up before the holidays? <laughs> she's a baller. Like, and I, that's I a good love one. that about her. Plus, she stretches career-wise. Like, she does dramas. She, does, she doesn't stay yeah. in her friend's lane. Yeah. That's a good one. Also, my final two, Rosario Dawson, secret underdog. A lot of people don't know Rosario Dawson. She's dating Cory Booker, the senator from New Jersey. Mm. She is an actress. Did you ever see Kids? The movie Kids yeah. came out. Okay. She was in that. Cool as shit. She secretly, not secret, just like she didn't blow up anyone's spot, adopted a little girl, has yeah. raised her as a single mom. Okay. She's just, I, I, she advocates for causes. I love her. And then final, my ultimate icon of all life is Cher. She's amazing. Oh, so you've like this figured out. Those would be my top four, even though the question was only for one. Um, I, I'm really being put on the spot here. Um, share, but like it can be for different reasons. Like it wouldn't be bad to be J Lo once in a while. You know what I'm saying? Right, and she's with Affleck right now. Oh yeah. Or what about Kim K? I I don't know if I could live that. Life. I would like to see. I would like to for see Chloe. I would do Chloe for a day just to see what that yeah. life is like. Yeah. Like inside the Kardashian life. Like what is that like? That'd be wild. Just to see it. Yeah. And to be in the houses. I, I would want... never want to be Courtney. Mm, boring. Boring. Her and Travis are disgusting. The social media stuff is just disgusting. Yeah, it's a little. I it's don't know. too much. And then who's the other one? Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. First of all, your name is Machine Gun Kelly. 
Machine Gun Kelly. Like I get that look to a point and do think it could be attractive to a point. You know who I'd want to be? Who? On like concert day. Oh, tell me. Adele. Oh, that's a good one. I would want to be her when she did the Oprah interview and her concert day, just to see what that would feel like. That's a good one. Plus with all those and to have all of those famous people in that room, like just like her special that she did. I would love to see what that life is like. That's a good one. And have the voice of an angel. I wouldn't stop singing. I would just sing. Hello, it's me. (laughs) I was wondering. I would love it. I would do. Yeah. Okay. That's mine. That's what I'm going to take. Okay. That's a good one, Adele. Good question. That's your celebrity. Okay. Now we get into, okay. Another question that came through that I actually loved. Okay. They wanted to know who our best friends are and uh, if like how our shit. relationships have evolved shit. with friends. If you don't mention someone, you're going to get screwed. You're going to lose friends. Well, we're going to lose people. We're going to lose friends. We we're can say this friends. list is not comprehensive. <laughs> it's ahead. just. You're going to go with your list. I mean, I had bridesmaids. So I feel like that is a big indicator. Okay. How many bridesmaids did you have? Do you Hold remember? On, think about it. Seven or eight. Seven? Seven. Hold on. Yeah, she's doing the counting. She has her fingers out. She's Rachel tapping the table. Rachel. I had eight. Okay. Eight. Eight, eight. bridesmaids. Yeah. That's and a, like those are my rider. A good haul. That's a ride or die crew right there. Okay. You're eight. Are yeah. your best friends? I have a solid eight, like ride or die, like grade school, ride or die. Yeah. Kind of skipped over high school, like lost touch with my high school friends when I went to Iowa. Okay. Have my college crew that I like I'm super close with. Okay. Then I have my family crew. Yes. Like Meg and my sister and yes. all those. Your cousin. Yep. And then I have my like adult neighborhood crew that Circle. I had when I grew up that I've like come back to that I'll be in the Arizona with. Like crew. Yeah. 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 I got a good solid like like peeps in different areas in different of areas life. of life that you continue the relationship with agree field hockey has brought me a lot of your closest really friends. closest friends like a lot of my close sports brought a lot of my real close yeah. friends to me that's sure. where your bonding was yeah it was just a very similar people very a type similar people that i like met through like sports yeah. that have kept me really really close to those people no that's very true but different phases i mean it had to be different for you because you guys moved around all the time Yes. So I grew up, my dad was in the military. Almost every male in my family, and I have a large family on the one side, is in the military. So every three to four years we would move, but much like you, I have pockets. Okay. I have right after college, ride or die crew. We lived yep. in New York together. They're still so my closest fun. friends. Yeah. I have- Shit, I'm our Orlando clue, crew. See, you're I, Orlando. Fucking, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Because that's a mix of guys and girls. I was just thinking of girls. Just every kind of spot you have your different people. But I think it's so interesting. Like back in the day in my 20s, when I lived in New York, no joke, Lauren, and I'm sure it was the same with you. Right after college, we would roll out every night, uh, like 15, 15 people deep. deep. Yeah, we and did the same thing this was very early cell phone. It was almost like we had a bat signal. Like people just knew oh, I don't we know met what, up. I don't know what that out. life is. I'm so Without much a cell phone. I'm so much younger. I didn't get a cell phone until I was a junior in college. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I was in high school. I had like the chocolate razor in high school. But you know what? It was actually looking back so fun. Like, well, I went to Georgetown. There were literally the same five bars that you go to. Yeah. And it was fun. It added yeah. a layer of like, is my crush going to be at Rhino's 
or at Champs. It would be so you know much I mean? easier to do Irish goodbyes too, because it's not like people can come after you and exactly. find you via text and be like, hey, where are you? Are you exactly. coming to the next bar? It's like, no, I'm right. going to bed. Also, though, I did lose my cousin for an entire night oh, and shit. he had to sleep on the street in college. No. But that is the downside of not having his cell phone. Oh <laughs> Wait, did you go to sleep without him? Like Zach attack. Oh, I was so drunk that night. You know, when you do things, I was pretending I was blind out of one eye and I just closed my left eye for the entire night. For what? For people to like feel bad for you? I have no idea. Oh my God. But you ever know when you're drunk and just do dumb things? I never pretended like I was blind. Literally, Lauren, the whole night I was like this and I'd meet people and be like, (laughs) you're one-eyed Willie for a whole night. I've never like I've said some shit. Like I'll I'll make up some wild shit when I'm drunk, but I've never been one-eyed Willie for I a night. Swear to why God. would you want to go walk around with one eye open? I that's why I think my brain is dysfunctional. Like I don't know why I just did that. So that was the night I lost him. And literally the next morning he found me and found his way after asking a million people back to our dorm. And I was like, wow, I'm the worst cousin ever. Was he sad? Was he mad at you? Yeah, but slash hey, Zach Attack, who probably doesn't listen to this, he's still the best. Oh he's we're we're butt buddies. Well, and I think, you know, what's interesting. I think people think you and I have known each other our whole lives. Yeah. And, and we've only become BFFs in the last year. I know. Isn't that wild? Like we haven't known each other. No. We, we met in COVID. We in, met during COVID. It's been, oh, it'll be a year in March. Yeah. Wait, was her bachelor in March? I think so. Yeah. Right. Well, she got married it was in right, October. It was right when COVID hit. Because remember, I posted that picture of all of us in the pool, and I got so, so much shit for socializing with a big group. Because weren't we supposed to go to like Tampa? We, we were supposed, supposed to go to Miami. Yes, that's it. And then it changed. We canceled. COVID. Exactly. Yeah, that's crazy. That was like a year ago. Yeah. Now we got Omni. Now we got Omicron. Omicron. That but bitch. <laughs> friends come and go. I do feel like. So here's a question that a listener did not write in, but I. We'll still remember to this day. I had a friend breakup that literally destroyed my life. I had one in high school. It it's still to this day versus any romantic, whatever we're gonna call it, break, it, it killed me a hundred times more. You know what's crazy? I'm it was not horrible. on social media. I'm not friends with like my exes on social media. Yeah. Like I don't follow them. I have no Your ex-boyfriends. Yeah, ex-boyfriends. Right. I have no yeah. I don't follow them on social. I could care less. Like I don't right. really think about them. But I will tell you, my one good friend in high school that her and I had a falling out and like I like spent almost every single day with her. Yeah. Um, that one's hard for me because I feel like I should be a part of her life. Yeah. And like ha- know her kids and stuff. And I'm not. And that's really, really yeah. weird for me. Same. It's hard. It's really hard. That's the only person that's really had that impact on my life. Same. It was, a, it was my best, best friend in college. And I was dating a guy and, you know, at the time, looking back, it was like playing house, but we had talked about getting engaged and they lived across the street from each other and he was part of her friend group. And like with the demise of that, I also take part. I was like, I wanted to cut, I like to cut bait and leave. Like I don't, I like to scorch earth and she was a casualty of that. And it was, it's still like, I dream about her. I, it's Isn't still crazy. It really still to this day versus any dating relationship. It haunts me. Like no dude can hold a match to it. Same, same. Right? Yeah. I have Isn't that one, wild? I have that one person and you just think about them and you're like, shit, like I should know your kids. I should be right. involved in your life. I've missed out on yeah. so much, but it's, it's too late. It's like, yeah, it, time has passed. Did you try? I tried once to reconnect I tried. and it was, but it was half ass like through Facebook and she never we, wrote back. And yeah, I was we like, met, it's done. We met when I was home from college once. Yeah. 
And then there was just like, there were still Sad. some feelings there like that, that weren't resolved. And it was just like, yeah. it was just hard. It was hard. But I feel Sad. like it's, and I'm not advocating to lose a friend like this, but I, in some ways I feel like it's a rite of passage. Like it, it's just, it's devastating, yeah. but it's a big milestone in your life or like a big turning point. I'm not saying it yeah. should be a milestone. It's interesting though. Now in my life though, I'm, it's not qual. It's not quantity. It's quality yeah. of people. It really is. Yeah. And I, I am so thankful to have the quality. I would say men and women, because I have a lot of really good guy friends from Orlando that are really important in my life. But like these women who are in my life, who some of them have been in my life since I was in first grade, like it, it they make such an impact. Like yeah. you have to keep them. You have to like make the effort to keep those relationships. And I think it's so important. Agree. Now, here's the final question on friends. What is your view? Can, and this is going to be great because you're married. Can men and women truly just be friends? Yeah. Okay. So you're a hard yes on that. I'm a hard yes. Like my crew in Orlando, I worked with a bunch of guys um, at Disney Institute and when Jer moved to Orlando, I introduced Jer to this group of guys. Okay. But I was super tight with them. And yeah. like in a way where we like worked together, we socially got along, like, but they're just like my ride or die, like yeah. guys, like Martin Bama and Malay. Bama? Love that. Yeah, Bammies who listens every week. I have a friend, Bammies no, uh, yeah. So Alex Barker, but he grew up in Alabama, so we call him Bama. Oh, cute. Um, I didn't know his first name for a year because like Love that's that. how like much he got called Bama. But yeah, like I really think you can have guy friends who are just really just right. guy friends. And Jared, they were at my wedding. I mean, they stood next to Jared in my wedding, the three of them. I love that. But don't you think you need a guy's voice to be a sounding board a lot of time? You know what I yeah, mean? It's I good do. to have guy friends. I think it's so important. I do, yeah. And I'm being like, you and I aren't girly girl. Like we're not prissy bitches. Like yeah. I think sometimes it's nice to have that male perspective in your life. Totally. But like, I'll call on them for career advice. Like I'll call on them for different things. Like I know like Malay and I have had some conversations where like, I'll go deep with him about like career. Cause we both started off in similar positions at Disney. And like, how do you think about this? And I just like getting a male's perspective too, even though it's very different, like his experience right. versus mine. But I do love getting a male experience because a lot of times the men have more confidence than the women. Absolutely. Or like when we talk about negotiating it? salary, like they don't even fucking think twice about it. No. They're like, fucking yeah, I'm going in for my bonus. Yeah. And just to see their perspective mm-hmm. and how they've been yeah, cultured or, you know what I mean? Grown up in the system. I would struggle. If Jer was weird about that, that would really, that would bother me big yeah. time. Oh, for sure. That would be hard for me. Yeah. I think... I think for anyone. Yeah. That meaning, would be hard for me if Jared wasn't. You have to have. I think you have to have. trust level. And 100%. And if you don't, you got something bigger wrong in your relationship. Yeah, right. Definitely. Totally believe that. Definitely. And plus also like the mental anxiety, if you didn't trust someone and checking their phone and the, it's too uh, much. Like what's the point of even. Yeah. Like if I had to look a relationship. on. If I had to look on Jared's social media or like check things, right. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine. And I wasn't. I was in a toxic relationship in high school. Um, I couldn't imagine being married and in that situation, yeah. like just how painful that must be to be in that type of situation For sure. where they're like, the trust is not there. Right. And feel like you mm. can get out. Mm. And you see some women like that and you're like, God, it's not worth it's it. It's not worth it. It's not worth the mental exhaustion. Yeah. Wait, it's crazy. God. Yes. Friends. It's crazy. Friends. 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 Okay. Thank God for friends. Friends. Friends, friends. forever. Okay. Next question we have. Okay. This is a good one. Okay. This is related to career, but also life in general. Love that. One of our listeners wanted to know, do you ladies 
suffer or ever get imposter syndrome. Oh God. Every day. Yeah. Every day. Every day. Well, Ugh. you know, I've recently, I, I had it. I got imposter syndrome and why I started going to therapy when the furlough happened. I fucking okay. lost. Talk to me about it. So I defined myself as the Disney girl. Mm-hmm. Like I always would put labels attached to me based on my accomplishments. Like I used to be the division one athlete or I used to be the intern or like based on my certain accomplishments or what I was personally delivering on. That's how I identified myself. Yeah. It wasn't like sister, daughter, wife, friend. It was what am how, I producing? what am I producing? What am I delivering? That's who I was, yeah. right? That's what defined me. And when that went away and Disney shut down and then the furlough happened for eight months of my life, I didn't have that identity anymore. Like that just stopped. Yeah. Like my computer turned off. Like there was no going to work. There was right. no cell phone. There was no calls. And then I started furlough network and did a bunch of things because God forbid I would just relax and take the time and basically live a retirement life for a little while. But I couldn't do that. Like that's just not in my DNA. But when I went back to work and where I'm struggling with my new job is I took a higher title, more pay mm-hmm. after the furlough. And I'm constantly having imposter syndrome of like, do I deserve to be here? Right. Am I good enough? Because I used to be the go-to girl at Disney. Like I was the it girl in my job. You were sure about it. You were confident in it. Yeah, you had I'd been there for eight years. I had multiple roles in the company. I knew kind of the ins and outs of how everything worked. And now I'm, what, seven months into this new gig. I've never met my team. I'm going to the headquarters next week for the first time. Like, and you just get the syndrome of like, am I good enough? Like, am I doing enough? Like, am I producing fast enough? Because I don't feel like the it girl at my new job. And that's hard for me. And that's where I struggle. And I, I mean, I think it's a double-edged sword for me because I think when people say imposter syndrome, you know, it's a phenomenon. Which I hate, by the way. Right. Even that wording. I hate that wording. It's a phenomenon, meaning you feel self-doubt or personal Mm -hmm. incompetence, Mm -hmm. you know, despite knowing, despite your education, your experience and all that. But you know, it's really hard for me not to see it as a double-edged sword because, you know, statistics show once you're in a job, and I don't mean stretch projects and things, I mean the same job for three years. After that three-year mark, you start to plateau. Yeah, makes sense. I agree. Not that you lose your skills, but your retention, you're, you're not gaining new skills like you are in the first three years. So, you know, I used to say all the time, feeling like the dumbest person in the room, I know I'm on the right track. Yeah. But that is really hard hard to swallow in. Hard. You know, a lot of my clients, you know, there's a lot of uh, jubilance and joy and I got a new job and more money and I'm so pumped. That phase is so exciting, right? And inevitably, three months into the new job, I get a call. I made a mistake. Yep. I can't do this. Yep. I hate it here. I don't know what I'm doing. And I went through that. I'll be quite honest with you. I'm just coming out of it. It's been 18 months. Mm. Eight months. Yeah. And you know, some of that was on me. I think COVID had a lot to do with it, but I think you have to be okay at a certain point being the dumbest person in the room in quotes or new at your job. Like I read a meme the other day that had like cracked me up. Whatever. I'm a loser. It was like cracked me up. It was like being starting in a new job is like being a new, a new character in a TV show in season nine. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Grey's Anatomy. Hey guys, I'm the new doc. Yeah. Like you Walk feel me like 
you're an outsider for quite a while. Yeah. And I love how you said, I think COVID affected it because I truly believe that. Like I haven't had any interaction with my team in person. Every person I've met or interacted with has been through teams or like zoom. And it's so hard to feel connected to people and your colleagues and the work that you're doing when you've literally done everything by yourself in a home office, like from your house. Exactly. That's going to add to the imposter syndrome because it sounds insane, but it's not even in the office. Hey, Pam, who's an admin who I love. How do I use the printer? Oh, while we're at the printer, we talk about who's who and we talk about what's going on in the workplace. Like we're really, it's hard when you're staring at the same four walls and you're like, shit, I don't know how to do this. I think it's hard too when you're like working all day and then you're eating in the same house and you're sleeping in the same house and you're Pelotoning in the same house. It's like, it's like I've almost lost what, what, what gave me my edge was going to networking events and being in the yep. community and being out with clients at least two days a week and traveling mm-hmm. and all that. Like, dude, I, I'm like already picked out my outfit for Sunday about what I'm wearing in the airport with all my colleagues. Like, yep. it's like that kind of shit, like that just keeps you moving. I can't wait to stay in a hotel. Like right. I can't wait to be in person. I can't wait to see my office, like, like the office that we have, like, I'm just so pumped. And it's just weird that like, but yes, right. Imposter syndrome. Although I hate the word, I just think it is, it is something I think we're all facing it. And I think you need to talk about it. That's the thing. You got to talk about it. Exactly. You need to talk about it. And I think it's wrong to look at it as black and white, that it's bad. I agree. I think a lot of times it is a good thing. It lets you know you're trying, you're out, you're out running your coverage. Like you need to have those moments. Cause guess what? If you stayed and you know, obviously we're talking about this. If you stayed the Disney girl, cool, but okay, cool. Like, yeah. what are you doing? What are you learning? And then you doubt. And then like when you're in that change and things are getting hard and then, then you doubt, like, should I have just stayed that Disney girl? Cause it's easy, right? Right. It's easy, easy to stay that girl. It is easy to stay in the same culture, to know how your benefits work, to know all the things, the ins and outs of the company, like to know all the things that happen. Like that was easy. Although I switched six different jobs in nine years at Disney, it was still easy because I knew the culture and I knew the company. Yeah. But yeah. So you got to think about what you want. And on the flip side of that, in terms of how do you resolve imposter syndrome, I'm a huge advocate of small wins. Yeah. I think you need to break things down. I think you need to have a real conversation. Start mastering things. The other thing, it sounds insane, guys, but I'm telling you it works for me. Think outside of work go to a new workout class. Sometimes when I go to a new workout and I'm like, okay, I went by myself. I did this. Go, sound silly. Go on a date with that guy and be like nervous. I did it. Get out. Um, Just try new things even in your outside life because somewhere it rewires your brain that I've survived all of it. I'm Mm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. Yeah. And remember, it always all works out. It always works out. It does. It It always works out. You just got to keep trucking. But like I said- Put in the effort. You got to put in the effort. Put in the effort. It's a double-edged sword. And also, last thing we'll say, uh, everyone goes through this and don't let them tell you otherwise. It's bullshit. They say they don't. It is. It's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. Bring us home. This one, I really love this question. Oh, Jesus. Okay. This listener wants our advice for a young 20-something- who doesn't want to feel like they're settling in a relationship. Oh, this is a doozy. Young 20s doesn't want to settle in a relationship. Right. Don't fucking settle. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. I just see these girls who are dating these dud dudes. Yeah. And they're like, oh, but it was great. Or like, it's easy. Or like, blah, blah, blah. But they treat them like shit. And they're, they know they're just settling and they could do better but they don't have the confidence to step outside of that relationship and do more. 
I personally oh. think your 20s. Get out. Discover yourself. Yeah, totally. Use what your you 20s. In You're in college, right? You're in Early college 20s? and out of college. Like yeah. your first job. You're yeah. starting to really get into the workforce. God, you're, cha- you're changing so much. You're changing so much. I think it's the time to get to know who you are, travel, make mistakes, drink too much, experiment, date a bunch of people. You don't even know who you are. So how are you going to know who you should be with? I totally agree. Plus, you know what I mean? It's like the grass is always greener. You know what I mean? Like I have friends who got married and had kids very early. Okay. Or say mid-20s. Yes, great for that. Fine. Yeah, great. Both of my brothers married at 25. They're still married. Great. Beautiful kids. Yeah. Great. But you know what? Sometimes people like that will say to me, Jill, I, w- I, you know, I love my husband. I love my kids, but I wish, I wish I'd focused on my career more. I wish I had had more fun. I wish I had dated more. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like the grass is always going to be green. It's always going to be Live green. your life. I mean, I always think about that when I was like, okay, do I start a family? Do I get my MBA? Do I, you know, I put off starting a family to finish up school. Cause I was like, there's no way I can work full time, get an MBA full time and have kids. Like I just couldn't yeah. do it. And I've been married for four years, five, going on five years. Yeah. And I, and I got so much shit. I got so much shit. Like, why aren't you having kids? What are you doing? And I'm like, dude, I need to get to a certain point in my career before I start having a family, making that a priority. Like that was big thing to me was to get through my MBA and everything. Exactly. And I think that's Don't settle though. Don't settle. And it's where I am too. Like, and again, I'm not saying this is the path, but the path for me, I was very much like, I remember saying to myself, I am not interested in anyone until I finish school. I get to this point in my career, like same sort of train. But what I will say is I'm still having a great time. Also like dating, meeting people also in my twenties, like mm, I dated a guy who wore eyeliner. Checking it out. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Check it out. Get outside of your body. Now, my, that like wasn't for me, but yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Like totally do your thing, like have fun. Like life is meant to be lived. Meet people, like stop worrying so much. I think one of my biggest regrets was having a serious boyfriend in high school and going yeah. in college. One of my biggest, see, biggest regrets. Oh, you do not go into college with a friend. Don't do it. Because you just think you're in love and you're like this high school and you miss out on so much stuff because you're like making out with your high school boyfriend and you're like, and then you go to college and I was 18 hours away from home playing division one field hockey. Like what the fuck did I think was going to happen when we went to college? And it was a disaster. Oh, worst thing I ever did. Okay. Worst thing ever. Let me ask you this. Biggest regret in my life, I think. Do you feel like you were, how many times have you been in love? Answer me that. Two. Okay. So with the high school boyfriend and Jer. Yeah, different kind of love, but yeah, probably two. Okay, I would say like like yeah, probably two. Okay, yeah, interesting. Wow, what did you think I was gonna say? One? No, no, I just didn't know how probably two with the high school boyfriend. Oh yeah, like unhealthy, unhealthy, unhealthy. That was unhealthy. That relationship. Yeah. Oh, codependent, dude. Bad, so bad. Yeah. Plus, it's sixteen, seventeen. Fuck. That was my biggest regret. I lost so much time in high school, like friends and stuff. And like, and then I went to college and it was just such a disaster. And you're just yeah. meeting so many cool people right? and your schedules are different. Exactly. And like, what are you supposed to just talk on the phone? But then you're like, going, oh, I know. I would. That was my same. The one regret I have in my life is I would do that differently. But same with even right out of college, like one of my biggest non-regrets that I would tell everyone to do if they can. And again, people are different. Yeah. I am so thrilled that I moved to Manhattan, yeah. New York City, out of college, uh, rode same. New York in my 20s and early 30s like no one's business. Yeah, I think that 
it is on your own too. Mm, and we're going to get heat for that. We're going to get heat. But mm, best thing I ever did, best thing I ever did. And I'm a fucking homebody. And like I had major, major anxiety when I went mm-hmm. to Iowa because I was so far away from home. Yeah. Like cried for the first six months. Best thing I ever did. Yeah. Get the fuck out. Like, gotta get away. You gotta get away. You gotta experience life. Like, you You, gotta go do different things. You gotta do it. And I say all the time, like, you know, I live with roommates, obviously in New York, especially, but it's simple things that aren't simple. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it sounds simple, but even things I remember, like, okay, there's no one to kill a bug for you. There's no one to pay your bills. There's, I remember I lost my cell phone once. I'm like, what am I going to do? Yeah, like you figure it out. Got to figure that stuff out on your own. Yeah. I just, and I, you know, what's amazing to me traveling. Like when I like, so eye opening. being able to find the rental car or where yes. you travel or how to get on a terminal or like how to go into a lounge or like different things like that. Yeah. Like I traveled all through college to get back from school. So I was so used to like being on planes right. and trains and all this kind of stuff. But like some people don't experience that. You have to be able to figure it out. And it's wild. There's no other way to do it than do it. I think it's great. I think it pushes you. I think it makes you. I think the other thing is like when I, after graduating, I started my 20s and I was in Orlando. Like we didn't know anybody. I knew no right. one. I showed up and knew nobody. Yeah. And, and Jared and I started our- Make friends. We started our life there and we had to make group friends. We had to make individual friends. We had to have like figure out what we were doing with our lives. We had to like have people yeah. in to, you know, have people for vacations. Like- I think it's the best thing you can do. Get out. Yeah. Make Go your experience 20s, life. Make your 20s about you. Do it, girl. Whoever you were that submitted this question, don't ever settle. Yeah. And I look at settle. you, I look at you and Allison, and it's just like, you guys are too fucking badass and have so much going for you. Like, don't I, I just couldn't and, watch you guys settle for some and it's, some loser. And I, I love can't. this question too, because I think sometimes I get a lot of flack that I think sometimes people think I'm like this man hater and I don't want to date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. I mean, which we are feminists. Yes, we are feminists. Which is not a bad thing. But this man hater that I don't like men and I don't want to date and I don't want a relationship. No, no. I want all of those things, but I I just know I'm going to know when I know. It's just, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know what you want. I don't want a man, baby. Don't settle, girl. Don't you ever settle. At this point. What do we? What would we waste our time on? I'll be 88. Imagine that guy. I can't wait to see who he is. Um, Did I tell you ever in fifth grade... No, eighth grade. Eighth grade, our math teacher gave us an assignment to write a letter to ourselves and she was going to mail it to us in 10 years. Yeah. And I gave her my grandparents' address because, you know, I moved all over. I didn't know where I'd be. Yeah. So I got it right out of college and it was like kind of not manifesting, but where you would be. And I remember writing that I'm going to be, I'm probably going to have a husband. P.S. I was like 24. (laughs) And he wasn't going to be like hot, hot, but super cute. I wrote, He's not going to be a total babe, but he's going to be really cute. Like you knew that at that age, like that's what you wrote. <laughs> that's what I wrote. God, God bless you. Me. God help you. I hope mine's a total babe though. Total that was babe. wrong. Total babe. It's <laughs> anyway, got to be a total babe. Anyway, that's where we're at. That is where we're at. We're over it, but we're never over you. Never. So mm-hmm. we have exciting things coming down the way that we seriously are going to announce next next podcast episode. Follow us on Instagram at GoToGirlsPodcast. Follow us at our website, GoToGirlsPodcast.com. Please rate, review. You guys, when you leave reviews. The se- it's holiday season. It's the holiday season. Give us a review Give for us, the holidays. Because it just, it helps move us up in, I don't even say the rankings, but it helps other people find us yeah. if you write reviews. So Huge. 
we would love that. Thank you for spreading all of the word, word of mouth. Like I feel like so many people are like, oh, I started listening because my sister told me or this or yeah. it's so, so it's cool. awesome. It's so cool. Yeah. And we're excited for the upcoming event. We have the location picked out. We have all the details. Now we're just waiting to finalize a date with the location. But yeah, Go To Girls is coming live. We're so pumped. Cannot wait. Thank you guys for all your support this holiday season. We are so thankful for all the Go To Girls listeners um, and especially you that all reach out to us and are for like when you hear different things on different episodes and it makes you happy or I love it. And like once a person reached out to us and they negotiate a salary, like it's just awesome. Like it's just, if we're, amazing. we're not doing this for like, just for us, like if we can help people, it's pretty cool. Exactly. It's amazing. Keep DMing us with your questions. Happy holidays, bitches. Happy holidays. And to our male listeners and our five male listeners, including my dad. Tis the season. And my brother. So we only and have like brother, three. Yeah. <laughs> He's in his cop car right now. Tis the season. Tis the season, everyone. Bye.